here we are in the first episode ever of Just Pick a Fucking Movie. Uh, this is Manny and my beautiful wife. Celia. Hello, everybody. Um, hopefully, like, so this is our first entry in this, what we're doing here. Um, this was actually Celia's idea. It's because every single time we sit down for the evening to actually pick a movie to watch, it's uh, excruciating. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No, it a, really is. Yeah, for lack of a better term. And I don't know about anybody else out there, but if you suffer the way I do, it's like pulling rotted, plaque-filled teeth wow. trying to get... With the plaque. <laughs> trying to pick a fucking movie. And what doesn't help is... And if, if disagree... Oh, and one thing, I'm going to be out there. Um, I'm going to work on not talking over her because she hates when I talk over her. I fucking her. hate it when you talk <laughs> over me. I and, really do. And I recognize And you guys it. will hear and be witness to my plight because it's, it's been a struggle. We've been married come this October 10 years, been together for 12. And in those 12 years, he interrupts me every fucking day. And I just... I'm finally excited at the prospect of people witnessing exactly how annoying it can be. So having said all that, yeah, uh, it's a typical night. I think it's Wednesday night and we, you know, I have the day off from work. He has a day off. We got a glass of wine and... What kind of wine do we have? um, One of our favorite vineyards is from... uh, Paso Robles, and it's called Apollo, O-P-O-L-O, and they are not paying me to plug them. Yeah, they're not paying us, but... But they will, huh, sweetie? <laughs> Eventually. Pay us to booze. If you're out there, Apollo. Um, and I favor a red wine, particularly sweeter wine, so I lean more towards the Zinfandels, and their 2018 Zinfandel was introduced to us... No, was it 2018, sweetie? When we were in Vegas? Uh, no. No. Was it 2012? I think, the, I think the very first one was either 2012 or 2013. 2012, and it was introduced to us in Las Vegas at a wonderful restaurant called Del Frisco's in Las Vegas. Also not paying us. They are not. Um, and ever since then, whenever we sit down to have a lovely evening or a lovely celebration or whatever, we always open up a bottle of Apollo Zin. And today is no exception. So we opened up a bottle of our favorite wine to sit and record our very first podcast of Just Pick a Fucking Movie. Okay. So <laughs> so um, basically, it's a, you're going to see what the format is. It's us actually picking a fucking movie <laughs> and seeing the process is. And then I'll... If there's any way we can get feedback from you guys, if anyone actually starts listening to this podcast, they can actually listen to in and see what, you know, how our conversation goes. This is actually, we're actually going to record what we do every freaking day. So you're going to see her. Because nobody believes us. Yeah, nobody believes us. So you're going to see her say, a movie A. I'm like, nah. I'll say movie B. She'll be like, nah. And we'll do this for like 30 minutes. We're going to we're gonna try. Trust me, we're not going to do it for 30 minutes long. But it's just, just. I mean, we've gone as long as like 45 minutes. I think we've done an hour. I think we've actually an been hour? an hour just picking the fucking movie. Oh. But we're for the sake of this podcast, we're not going to take that long. So, um, all right. So, um, we have a a large amount of apps that we use. Uh, I'm not going to name any of them because none of them are paying us. Let's just say the first one we're going to try nime, nimes. nimes. The wine's working already. Nimes. Rhymes with... Um, Schmefflix? Yeah. Um, Schmefflix. Schmefflix. Rhymes with Schmefflix. Schmefflix. And right. so for those of you who are familiar with Schmefflix, they Schmefflix. have a plethora, plethora. of um, menus and... Um, classifications of movies, TV shows, but for this podcast... Can you just fucking get started around? Oh, Christ. And he will tell you that I tend to ramble. And if so, I'm gonna... This clearly is going to help me be more self-aware of my movie. rambling. Um, should we tell people what our preferences are and why oh, it takes the, us? They'll just dis, they'll discover on their own. Alright, so we are on the main menu of Schmeflix. Right there. Um, and I tend to lean more towards the comedies. More towards rom-coms. I do like comedies and rom-coms. I enjoy a good action flick. Um, As do I. uh, So let's see. 
I enjoy the occasional tacky kung fu movies of the 80s. Can you just pick a fucking movie, please? All right. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with um, uh, award-winning films. So let's see. Sure. All right, baby. Um, how about Braveheart with Mel Gibson? Uh, I've never seen Braveheart. Um, uh, See, and I, I don't understand either people. I don't know. I don't, I, you know I don't what? I don't have anything. This is the thing. I don't have anything against Braveheart. It's just the fact that... Mel Gibson. N- no, I don't. I actually like Mel Gibson. It's that I tried watching it because everyone was like, oh, Braveheart is so fucking awesome. You need to watch it. So I actually sat down one time to try to watch it. And for some reason for time. some reason or another, I just I just was not into it. And I just never picked it up again. Maybe one day we will, but not today. I mean, like the movie won Oscars and stuff, you know, and it's before his tragic, you know... Next. Debacle... All right, so next. Let's oh, actually, I have to pick next, huh? Uh, pick next my ass. I have the remote, so... And we're literally just scrolling through the menus, people, so... And this is what we do every night. We scroll through menu right, upon okay, menu. How, okay, so how about this new one? Uh, don't look up with Leo DiCaprio. Uh, let's read Looks the like- synopsis. It says, Two astronomers go on a media tour to warn humankind of a planet-killing comet hurtling toward Earth. The response from a distracted world, meh. Which sounds about right, considering everybody and their mother is... On their phones, watching videos all the time? Pretty much. That's an option. Uh, It was nominated this year, but okay, it's an option. So, just so you guys know, when we say option, it's okay, you know, I can see myself watching that tonight. I'm not 100% set on it. It's a maybe, basically. It's a maybe, so we're going to put that in the maybe pile. So, don't look up with Leo. That's one. Uh, Let's see. Oh, no... Have you ever seen Girl Interrupted with Winona Ryder and Angelina Jolie? Um, I've seen beats and beats. Beats? I've seen bits and pieces. The wine is working. But no, no, not that one. It's it. This is the one that Angelina Jolie won an Oscar for. Keep going. Uh, You know, in the black dress when she killed her. It's time for when she was kissing her brother. Start flicking these movies. He's now taking the remote from me. I've taken the remote. This is taking too long. Um, let's see. A river Uh, runs through it. River Ooh, runs Brad through Pitt what? Is pretty there. How about Silver Lightning's playbook? Option. Only because we are on the cusp of the Super Bowl that just happened a couple of weeks ago where the Los Angeles Rams. What do you mean a cusp? That already happened. Yeah. We were just on the cusp of it happening. It just happened. Is that what you say? The cusp? Uh, it, anyway. Moving on. I could go for that. Um, okay. It's another option. So Silver Lightning's options. playbook is with Bradley Cooper. Um, just so and we can Robert like have some variety, let's get out of award winning and see what else we got. Okay. Um, He's passing up chili thrillers. K dramas. Casino Royale. Come on, dude. We haven't seen. We'll get into Casino Royale. That's a whole subject, and that's too much to lay onto to whoever's listening to this for the very first episode. For those of you who have not seen. Any of the That's James Bond question. films with question. Daniel Craig. Casino Royale, I'm assuming, is the very first appearance of Daniel Craig as James Bond. And I've been after my husband since we got together to watch these movies. And he refuses because... Why? I'm, I'm picking a movie. Dick. Picking a movie. He <laughs> doesn't like Daniel it follows? Craig as James how about, Bond. How about Hell It no. Follows? Why no, not? Why no. not? That's a good, that was a good movie. We've seen It Follows, which is a good horror film. No. Why not? Because I hate horror movies. We're going to do it. It's going to no. happen. No. It's no. going to happen. No, dude. It's no. going to happen. I can't stand horror movies. I love a good horror movie. And I'm sure I you guys will uh, hear in depth his uh, love and appreciation this movie doesn't for even have the a horror title. flick. Look, but it doesn't even have a title. Oh, that was under, what menu was that? Under Chinese what? It's already gone. It's already gone. Terminator Salvation. Quantum of with, Solace with, with Daniel Craig yet again as Term- James Bond. Terminator Sol- uh, Salvation with uh, Christian Bale. How about that one? Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Tell me where the Terminators are. No. Okay. No. All right. Yeah, no. Um, Retro TV. Reality TV. I could do reality TV all day. Negative. Uncut Gems. That was a fantastic movie with Adam Sandler. How about that one? Um, I don't know. That one might be a lot for today. It's a lot of... Um, yeah, no. No? No offense, Adam Sandler. I love you, but not today. Not right now. 
All right. No, all right. All right. So, so far, we emotional still have, movies. So, so, so far, we still have uh, two maybes. Hidden Gems of the 2010s? Uh, Cargo. A good horror flick starting. No. Starring. It's a horror flick. You know, okay, you know what? It's going to happen. No. Horror is going to happen during the show. Horror? Horror, yes. It's going to happen during the show. Show. No. Whether sure. like it or not, it's going to happen. Mm-mm. Oh, yes. It, it's going to happen. Okay, so we're out, we're, we're out of this app. So we're going to a different app. See, and he loses patience quickly. So we are now. We ran, we ran out of. Netflix. We ran out of movies. I mean, there was a, probably a good thousand movies on that app, and you only. Scroll okay, so we're going to another app um, called um, TKO Pax. Is that good? Is that a good? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm confused. What app we're on? We're going to um, yeah. And this is the th- and you guys will learn because as Give soon as you, oh, can I have a yeah, yeah. Um, this is just us talking. We're just is us not like this is not us just like kind of like talking to the mic to kind of like you know make us sound chatty this is how we this is our banter this is literally what we do every night when we try and pick a movie so all right so let's see popular movies here we go um horrible bosses two good flick hangover part two friday any of the fridays oh lord mortal kombat the new one. The, you know, the, the new me. one. The this new is, one was okay. It was it was a good one, but you know, it wasn't like I'd have to ever watch it again. What do you Speaking mean? Speaking one, I could watch over again. How about Batman Begins? Um, I guess that's an option only because wow. I'm starting to see previews of Rob Pattinson in the new Batman. And I'm kind of feeling my Batman, you know, like my Batman fantasies right now. Batman, I'm a huge Batman fantasy. Yeah, you know, like Rob Pattinson as Batman. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. Just I don't know yet. how I feel about it either. I mean, I was a huge Twilight nerd. Like when you and I met, I was like fresh out of finishing all the novels and watching all the movies. You were such a nerd. I'm still a nerd, but I was so, a huge Rob Pattinson fan. I was Team Edward all the way. I was totally into glittery vampires. <sighs> And I'm actually looking forward to him as Batman. Like the previews, he looks pretty good, you know? All right. Uh, the Hangover. The first Hangover. Bradley Cooper. Option. Wow. So we have a lot of options so far. Oh, let's see. What is this? Let's get into... You know what? Let's, uh, you want to do a drama or action? Let's see. I'll see what's in action here. Aquaman. Ooh. Not a fan of the DC movies. They all suck. I'm Momoa. sorry. Well, can I watch a movie with a girl with no shirt on? I guess. <laughs> oh, let's, let's see. see. What do we got? I'd even be down for an episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, I've never seen it. Yeah, I know people. I know. Gasp, clutch your pearls. I don't like fantasy movies. Which is why. odd because he is a huge Star Wars fan. That's sci-fi fantasy. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. No Country for Old Men, one of the best movies ever made. No. Why not? That's a, that's a fan. It was an Academy Award-winning film. Why not? Mm, I, I, it's okay. It's okay. You see what I'm working it's with, guys? Okay. <laughs> You're listening to this, right? It's all right. It's the Coen Brothers. Oh, Coen Brothers. Okay, The Big Lebowski. Option, I guess. Okay, so we have a lot of options so far. Rocky. Any of the Rockies. Not a big Rocky fan. One, obviously. two, 40 year old virgin. The 40 year old virgin. That's an option. Okay. We have a lot of options so far. Um, let's see. Inception. That's an awful lot for our first podcast. You know? Joseph Gordon Levitt. That's like one of the most confusing movies ever. Um, the King of Staten Island. I've been wanting to watch that. And it's leaving. Blazing Saddles. It's leaving TKO, <laughs> TKO Packs TKO on packs. March 31st. So. Uh, how about Ted? I'm down for Ted. Ted is with uh, Mark Wahlberg and... I'm sure everyone has seen Ted. Or Pineapple Express. Magic Mike. I thought a decent movie, at least. I'm surprised you're not seeing The Notebook. I've never seen The Notebook. I'm I, surprised you've never seen The I Notebook. I know. I've Even I've seen, seen The Notebook. Never seen it. Um, what is that? You're going too fast. 
Oh, some National passing. Lampoon's European Vacation. Broken City with uh, Mark Are Wahlberg. Are gonna do it? Da, 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 da. Are you gonna oh, do it? Here we go. Uh, Matrix. The new Matrix? Uh, the new Matrix was okay. I was kind of disappointed. No, see, I, was people, expecting, I was expecting more. And I think a lot of people uh, can agree with me on that. I thought it was good. I mean, it was good. It was There's a lot of people crying because uh, Lawrence Fishburne wasn't in it. Spoiler alert, people. Sorry about that. Well, I don't think that Lawrence Fishburne can really do Kung Fu anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lawrence Fishburne. I mean, he's, I mean, bless his heart. He's, and that's I mean, what they say when you're about to insult somebody. Bless his heart. Aw, bless his heart. No, but he's actually in like the, the wicks with, with, what's his name? Reeves. He doesn't look like he can do Kung Fu. In exactly. Either. That's why I'm like, hey, yeah. no more Kung Fu for Morpheus. Morpheus. <laughs> what's his name? Oh, let's see. What else? Okay. So we've... Uh, you want to try the first episode of Game of Thrones? No. So, okay, so we have a lot of maybes. Dude. So let's pick one of our maybes. Okay. Which uh, we have, I, I lost count of my maybes. Your maybes? I lost, I lost count of our options. Okay, so options was Big Lebowski. Okay. Uh, I said, did I say Batman Begins was an option? Yes. Okay, Batman Begins was an option. Okay. Um, Hangover? Is Hangover an option? Hangover was an option. Okay, so that's three. And then there was another one. Um, mm. Do you want to do... Um, Fuck. Um, Al Pacino. The Devil's Advocate. No. Ooh, that one's a good one. But. um, uh, The Irishman. No. Oh, I forgot he was an Irishman. No, not, not that one. Um, The 90s one. Glenn, Glenn, Gary, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Um, I could. That's an option. Okay. That's an option. That's an option. Just, just so many leads. Too many leads. Leads, leads, leads. Get the leads, man. Like I had to watch Glenn Gary Glenn Ross when I was um, at one of my jobs because for those of you who have not seen it, there's a ton of movie stars in it, including Al Pacino, Kevin Spacey. Um, That's why it's a good option for our first one of the podcast. Um, and it's about it's about sales and the you know the difficulties of sales back in whatever decade this was made in and they actually used a snippet of alec baldwin's speech in the movie um to motivate and you know inspire people when it comes to sales because i come from a retail background and you know watching it it was very interesting it's very awesome can we pick a fucking movie? oh fuck that's an option so okay, okay. glenn gary glenn ross okay. big lebowski okay hangover okay or Batman Begins. Batman Begins. And there was also um, other ones we said well, that's were options. F- that's four. I already forgot the fifth one. So let's pick one. Today, there's people listening. Well, you're not giving me... Okay, what are your I top get, twos? Your top options. two. Your top two. See, and then we do this. We go just, to just our top, top twos. Just fucking do top two. And then just we... Just Okay, so my top two will be Hangover. Okay. Or shit. Wow, it was like five movies and you forgot them all. Hangover or um, for the sake of discussion, I guess Batman Begins. Wasn't Silver Linings Playbook? Oh before? yeah, actually, I can do that one. So, what are your top two? Silver Linings Playbook or The Hangover? Okay, interesting top two. I'll do Batman Begins as one. And Shocker. I, and I do Big Lebowski as my second. So, <laughs> we're at a stalemate. Damn it. Um, flip a coin. I'm not fuck flipping a coin. I don't have a coin. Like, I'm hooked up to a ton of equipment here. Where do you want me to get a fucking coin? We can flip one of our dogs. Okay, so, in bet- here. so between the two, I could do Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> That's the one you pick. Of course, you can do that. You have to pick one of the ones that you'd be willing to watch on my side. And, oh, I, and I'll pick one of the ones right, that I would right. watch on yours. Of course you want to, you'd be willing to watch it. That's one of your top two. Okay, so you said what? I said uh, Batman Begins and... Fuck. What did I say? Batman Begins and... Um... Big Lebowski. I, I, I change it. I do Batman Begins or Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, I should say. 
of the two. <sighs> Batman Begins. Really? Re- really? It's a okay. long fucking movie. Um, okay. So between your two. Um, you I had Silver Linings Playbook. And The Hangover, right? Or The Hangover. And both have Bradley Cooper. I can do Silver Linings Playbook. So okay. our options are Silver Linings Playbook or what was the other one? Christ on the cross, dude. You can't even remember? No. You said Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I didn't say that. Oh, no. I said Batman oh, Begins. My bad, my bad, my bad. So between Batman Begins and Silver Linings Playbook. I wish there was a way we could have, let people choose for us and just help us so much, but then we wouldn't have a podcast, would we? <laughs> um, yeah, like totally like F up like the whole premise of the show. I don't know. I say Silver Linings Playbook. We are just, you know. On so on the silver, heels, there so we go. Silver we're playbook. on the heels of a he- awesome that's, Super Bowl. That's the word you were thinking. We live in California, thinking. and we're still um, riding this high of the Los Angeles Rams winning the Super Bowl. Okay, so let me ask you this: awesome you, halftime show. Back to the movies. So, did you um, we want some actiony, or you want something dramatic? Granted, the action movie is also dramatic, but I mean, you want something completely like a relationship-esque or do you want something with action for our first time? Um, They're both good options, but you also do realize that if we start with Batman Begins, eventually we're going to have to do the, the Dark Knight and then we're going to have to do the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, uh, Not in succession, but just means eventually. Um, I don't know. I'm leaning towards Silver Linings Playbook. Of course you are. And I'm leaning towards Batman Begins. Obi, you want to help us pick? Obi is our 14-year-old. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. And uh, he could give a shit. He's over here. Okay. So, this is... Still searching. Ocean's Eleven with uh, George Clooney? Don't even... Silver Linings Playbook or Batman Begins? Well, we're not... Bro. So, we're at a... a Pick a fucking movie. We're at a stalemate. So, we have to pick a a tiebreaker. Okay. What did you just say? Fuck's sake. I said Ocean's Eleven. Fine. Ocean's Eleven. Do it. Okay. Do it. Before, before, I, before I forget. Ocean's Eleven. Before I change my mind. Okay, so we're going to be watching Ocean's Eleven with George Clooney, Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt. Uh, Bernie Mac, um, the star-studded cast, okay? Yeah. So, so, here's, so here's what we're going to do, people. Now that we've settled on a movie, we are going to take a break. Commercial break. Hopefully, eventually, we'll have people to sponsor commercial us. Commercial break? Yeah. Wow. And then when we come back... Or sponsors. We are going to review... The movie. For those of you who have never seen them, um, TKO Max is going to be sponsoring us. So you can hear a commercial from TKO Max. TKO Pax. Pax. And we are going to review uh, the movie, come back with some interesting details, and give our opinions about the movie, and maybe reveal some things that you guys haven't um, seen or heard of about this movie before. So, yeah, we picked a fucking movie. All right. Yay. What was the movie again? Fuck off, dude. I forgot, for real. Ocean's Are Eleven. You playing? Okay. Are you fucking with All right. And we're back. How you doing, Manny? Doing good. Not too much wine. How's, but, how's um, the wine treating you? It's treating me pretty good. I actually had to stop. I want to remain semi-coherent, you know? Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. So, friends, we watched Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yep. So, Ocean's Eleven, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Bernie Mac, Matt Damon, so Julia many. Roberts. Julia Roberts. Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. S- Casey Affleck. Always a good flick. So, anyone who has not seen Ocean's Eleven with, with these guys... A definite recommended. I mean, it's part of a trilogy. There's um, Ocean's 11, 12, and 13. Yes. Um, but There's also a spinoff as well. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone liked the spinoff. All but, right. Uh, so let's yeah. see. Um, Ocean's 11. So it's about one hour and 56 minutes directed by the great Steven Soderbergh. Uh, who's, great director. Yes. Who's also responsible for, let's see, he did Traffic. 
Oh, he did traffic. Aaron Brockovich, of course, because Julia Roberts. You know. Um, oh, I didn't know he did traffic. That explains why it was such yeah, a yeah. So this movie came out in two thousand and one. The year before. Yeah, the year before he directed Julia Roberts and Aaron Brockovich. Oh, I thought. Oh, never mind. I thought you meant the movie called The Year Before. No, no, no. And then um, in two thousand thirteen, he also did Behind the Candelabra. Surprisingly, is, very good movie. Right, the biopic about the late great Liberace. Yeah, he also movie. did um, Contagion, which is very apropos. Oh, I forgot that he did Contagion. Yes, I, I remember. I forced you to watch Contagion at the beginning of the pandemic, and I've right. already seen it. And I was like, oh my god. This is so reminiscent of what's going on in Contagion. Yes. Um, and you're like, and I was like, come on, we got to watch it. And you watched it. You're like, holy shit. This is like almost exactly what's going yeah, on Yeah. Right so for those of you who are um, pandemic fanatics and details and whatnot, if you <laughs> Imagine want, being a pandemic fanatic. I know, right? And if you um, want to watch a movie that is very similar to the circumstances that we endured uh, and are still going through, Contagion is pretty spot on but um what else does Soderbergh do um this is a great director I like the way that and almost you can see it in almost all the movies that he's do, that he does he has like very good way of mixing the tones like the colors of of in right um in the cinema, cinematography right mixed precisely with the score I it's agree. always like very very on point and I think he's very um um, underappreciated director. Yeah, and so at the start of the movie, um, it begins with uh, George Clooney, who's on Danny my, Ocean, who is, plays Danny Ocean, who is on my list of dilfs. Uh, dilfs. Yeah, and for those of you who Wouldn't don't be a know, gilf the lingo. Want to be a gilf now? Who, who doesn't know what a dilf is? Come on, a dilf. It's is 20, a, 2022. Dad, I'd like to frolic within the ocean. Frolic within the ocean. Yes. Maybe um, we didn't know that. Right, know. and he is um, in prison. Frolic in the ocean. Yeah, frolic in the ocean. I'd like to fondle. The f- Dads, I like. Dads to like to fondle while frolicking in the ocean. I don't know if he has kids, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, okay, so different category. Fondling. Silver fox. Yes. George Clooney is silver fox. Not in this movie, however. He's a little bit more. No, he's he's, he's a little bit more pepper than he is. He's, salt. he's um. Yeah, everyone's young in this movie. From Brad Pitt to George Clooney, they all look very young. Obviously, when was this made? Oh, Two thousand and one. Oh wow! Fucking nine eleven. Twenty-one years ago. Yeah, screw panic, screw COVID. This is like right. This the is year, right before. Yeah. Or the year it, of. No, I know, but when was it released? The year of nine eleven. Oh, um, the actual date. Un moment. Uh, I, I I'm, I'm assuming this before nine eleven. So this is prior to the world going to shit in the handbasket. <laughs> Um, it was released. Let's see here. Release date. It just says 2001 on uh, Googs. Whatever. So I'm not a. Um, I'm not sure, but 2001. Yeah. So, okay. but let's assume it was before because September 11th was in September, and there was a whole. Was it September? Eight. Yeah. I know. Shut up. And there was a whole eight months before that. So let's assume it was before um, 9/11. But it, we find Danny Ocean um, at the parole board hearing. While he's in prison and they're talking to him about, you know, does he think that he is capable of living a crime free life? Yeah, because he got um, it doesn't really go into what he got arrested for. Well, I guess it, I guess Brad Pitt kind of um, mentions it, mentions it a little bit. But um, I guess he got caught during wedding the score. masks or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, he got he got caught trying to sell some merchandise from from a score, yeah. a prior score that off screen that something that doesn't right. pertain to this movie. Um, and then boom. Credits begin, and there's this real jazzy music, and I'm a very musical person, so this music, it's very snappy, it's not your conventional, you know, um, background music for a motion picture, it's very jazzy, very snappy, um, it has a lot of energy to it, which sets us up Soderbergh for, style. Right, excuse me. Oh, you can edit that out. Wow. Um, which is yeah, staying in. which is very snazzy, because that then was her, by the way. what happens is we start to introduce um all the characters so uh and for those of you that don't know the stage is set in beautiful america's playground las vegas nevada um most of the movie is but i think it starts off in atlantic city which is like um a vegas's redheaded stepchild there you go. <laughs> no Apologies offense no to offense all to gingers. the gingers out there i do believe you all have souls okay <laughs> moving on um yeah so we start out in atlantic city and enter the late great Bernie Mac, uh, which yeah. I found very interesting that he was the first person that Danny Ocean 
um, sought out that's upon I, getting released from prison. That's what I was thinking too. But then it kind of like, I actually commented that during the movie. And then um, I, I should have just waited because then it goes into he was trying to find, um, what was Brad Pitt's character's name? I forgot. Sonny? Something like that. Something with a Y. But I, I think he was trying to find him, and uh, Bernie Mac knew where oh, no, his Rusty, location was. Rusty. 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 Rusty, Rusty yeah. Right. Uh, Brad, Pitt, Brad Pitt plays a Rusty, another co-conspirator um, in this whole... But can we just pay a house. mild tribute to Bernie Mac? I miss him. Yeah. I do. One thing about Bernie Mac is he always told it as it is. Right. Um, from like, a, from like a, a mature looking back like you guys don't like kind of like a you guys don't know what how good you have it because back in my day kind of thing but and which can be like a little preachy but when bernie mac did it it didn't come across that way yeah and um i was introduced to bernie mac from the kings of comedy way back mm. in the day and then shortly after that i think he got his own television show called um uh whatchamacallit the bernie, bernie mac, mac show <laughs> yeah hard, it's hard to remember that one yeah i know it's actually a very um a very good tv show and it actually did really well so um but he's no longer with us but yeah he seeks out bernie mac first whose character um is ramon slash frank um and then enter the beautiful brad pitt who plays rusty and essentially george clooney's right hand man in this Mm -hmm. motion picture and he's living a life out in sunny los angeles and to make ends meet he's teaching like celebrities and rock stars, how to play poker. He's teaching that douchebag from um, uh, that '70s show, how to play poker. Topher Grace. I have no idea what his name is. Is that his name? Douchebag. Well, okay, maybe he's you not mean a douchebag. The lead, the lead but his in the character, '70s show. But his character in here was a douchebag. Yeah. Well, he played like a he played himself, so I guess. Well. <laughs> You did a good job. Right. And Danny Ocean <laughs> seeks Rusty out and gets him on board with the job. And then we meet the twins, which is Casey Affleck and some other dude. I can't remember his name. Um, what's, what's Yeah. So he's like one of those dudes that's in a bunch of movies, but you're like, oh, is that guy that's in a bunch of movies? But I don't know. His, he was his also name. in Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. Um, he's in a lot of heist movies. Scott Kahn is his name. I would never would have known that. But. Um, um, but yeah, he's always in a lot of heist movies. Yeah, he's like Gone Sixty Seconds is also another very. That's good a one. very very heist good movie. movie. We should watch that for the podcast and revisit that one. I as mean, well. who doesn't love a good heist movie? I you know, know, right? Um, and it's like the only time you ever really root for the bad guy. <laughs> right, right. So Casey Affleck is also. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm hogging the wine. Casey Affleck and Scott Con play twins, not identical. Um, who are bored in their lives in the state of Utah, and they get recruited because anything is better than what they currently are doing. And then we meet a gang of other people, including um, Don Cheadle, who is an Avenger. An Avenger now. An Avenger. We have Batman and an Avenger. Batman. Oh, George, George Clooney. Clooney. Yeah. Hello. Not the worst Batman, but still. <laughs> Aww, Come be on. nice. Come. You can't. Be you can't nice. deny that he was the worst Batman. I mean, even George Clooney would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> um, but yeah, Don Cheadle um, plays a Brit in this movie. And I don't really believe, I don't believe his accent. I really like don't. Iron Man it's like accent. governor, you know, like, hey, right, like, right, Trollope, you know, and I'm in charge of explosives. Right, and, you know, like, I don't really, you don't understand what I'm saying. But for comedic purposes, I'm a black guy playing, you know, like a brit and he himself even has to like clarify you know there are word. black black men who are british as of well, course you know? i do but it's like <laughs> i don't know maybe it's because it's don Cheadle and i'm used to him like flying around in one of iron man's suits I, th- and- I think that i think i think it's nothing with soderbergh is like well not soderbergh a director but I mean, whoever wrote it who did write this anyway but it was just whoever wrote this it's just like the subtle comedy like in the show it's like it's not like overdone like if you if you watch any action movies that have like the, like the avengers or like the new spider-man or yeah whatever, there's always have comedy that's almost like it's like like every everything is like a like a like a, a quip or or something. Here it's like it's like a very subtle comedy that right, works right. really well. Between, by the way, among all of them, written by George Clayton Johnson and okay. Jack Golden Russell. Okay, good job. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, and then we are also introduced to uh, a various plethora of cast members, including the late great Carl Reiner. Who, oh, he did pass away, didn't he? He did. He actually died a couple years ago. He died in 2020. 
Hopefully oh. not from COVID. Oh, probably. But hopefully. he passed away in 2020. We also meet Matt Damon in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it's like every time I think about watching this movie, I'm always like, oh, yeah, Matt Matt Damon. I yeah, was like, we forget I was like, that I he's I keep forgetting this. he's in this because mm-hmm. he's not like he's not like the um, the frontliner, but he does a very good job of a supporting role. Absolutely. And speaking of which, a little piece of trivia. This, this, this. The entire cast was nominated for an MTV Movie Award as Best On-Screen Team. Yeah. Um, the entire cast. So um, Take that, Oscars. Right. So, <laughs> um, then, you know, they go into the plans, and it's a very detailed plan of robbing three Las Vegas casinos, all of which belong to a gentleman by the name of Terry Benedict, played by none other than Mr. Andy Garcia. Not related yeah. to us, of course. Not, yeah, not related to us. No. Um, Speaking of Andy Garcia, like what else has he done? Like not lately, because I know that. Come on, it's a lot. A lot of a lot of time has passed between now twenty twenty and when two thousand one. But in two thousand one, prior to that, what was he really doing? Stop it! Are you serious? Yeah, like I might just have be having a genuine brain fart. I just don't remember like anything. Andy Garcia. I mean, no, I remember. I me- he's famous. I remember he was in stuff, but was he in stuff like really recently? Or was this the kind of like a, like a re breakout role? Recently, prior to Ocean's Eleven. Like, like you know how like Robert Downey Jr. was re breakout role was Iron Man, but he did shit prior to that. Is he uh, is he like one of those one of those who did nothing for a long period of time that all of a sudden he's like in Ocean's Eleven and became like big again? I mean, he was in The Untouchables. Yeah, that was a long time before then. Though. He was in Stand and Deliver. So yeah, so basically yeah, so he he went a long time before doing Black anything. Black Rain, remember Black Rain? Yeah, that's with in the eighties. That's in the eighties. Okay, this so was two thousand one. So yes, uh, so hello, you my point. Godfather Part Three. <sighs> that was nineteen ninety. Godfather Part. Yeah, Three. this was two thousand one. Uh, let's see. So, so there's at least 10 years where he didn't do anything really substantial. Mm. And then he came out again and really got famous again. For this movie. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, let's see. The man from... Anyways. What, Ocean's what should... So, yeah, there was a period, like, 10 years of a bunch of different movies. But then Ocean's Eleven probably, in my it, like opinion, his break, was his a good blockbuster hit well, for Of course him. it was. And then after that, he but, did uh, The Lazarus Child... Ocean's Twelve. One thing I really do like aces. about this movie is the very, very um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> wow! Wow! And she just dropped the mic, Sorry, so y'all. no more wine for her. Okay. <laughs> um, it's it's this it's like I I am a fan of everything Sinatra in the, in the Rat Pack, and obviously, and I have to admit, have to admit that I've never seen the Sinatra version of uh, Ocean's Eleven. We should, and we I absolutely should. Uh, we absolutely should. I just, I, I, just, I don't know why. I've never, I have not seen that's like a sin on my part. Um, but having said that, um, they do a very good job of um, having that rap pack feel in this in yes, this two thousand and one flick. Very much. They did a very good job. They did, and um, also and like almost like to the point where like uh, Brittany Mac is like plays a good Sammy Davis Jr. Was David Davis here in the rap? In, yeah, in he was. Ocean's Eleven? I believe he was. I really have to watch this. Yeah, movie. we do. Um, okay, so Andy Garcia plays Terry Benedict, who owns the MGM, the Mirage, and the Bellagio. Um, and he is an anal retentive, uh, what would you say, like alpha, top dog, no bullshit type of dude who... Runs his casinos like clockwork. He's a very regimented, rigid personality. Who, he's like he's like the boss you'd never want to work for. For real, and um, he's on top of his shit. Knows everything that's going on in his casinos, and he begins to get followed by Matt Damon and. Uh, just to kind of see his ins and outs and the workings of what he does during the day. And then we are introduced to the lovely Julia Roberts, who is the girlfriend of Terry Benedict, but also the ex-wife of Danny Ocean. And we discover this um, along with Matt Damon, uh, that he is... Oh, wait, I lost my train of thought. Fucking wine. Oh, that Julia Roberts is now currently dating uh, Terry Benedict, who 
I'm going to say it, it's a step up from the ex-convict George Clooney character. So she did a step up. So she, you know. Well, would you say it's a step up from George Clooney, the actor? No, fuck that. I'm talking like, like she had an ex-con oh, for checking. a husband. Just you checking. know, like now she's dating a fucking multi-millionaire casino owner in Las Vegas gotcha. of all places. You know what I'm saying? And she looks beautiful. She's wearing great clothes. She has a great job. Everything is going great for her. And then she runs into her ex-husband, not on accident, but I may add, and just kind of you know, throws a wrench in her psyche. I know. Speaking, you know, touching on that, um, obviously, like we said before, this movie is about like a heist. So right. the biggest thing that thieves want to do when you're in a heist is not get caught. <laughs> yeah. The first thing this fucker does when he's, play, he went to the trouble of planning this thing, hiring, recruiting every single one of these characters, these 10 other characters. Right. Um, the financing he got and then he goes and almost fucks up the whole thing by going into the very casino that he's going to rob <laughs> and going to look, hook up with his ex-wife while Who he clearly is still in love with while Terry Benedict, the, the antagonist, the antagonist in the whole movie meets with him. The target. Yeah. He, he, yeah. The target, the mark, he shows up and it's, it's like, like, what are you doing? Like, it's like. It's like you almost blew the whole fucking plan. I know. Well, see, but the thing is, like, he wanted to plant a seed. He wanted to, like, inceptionize her, if that's a term. You know what I mean? Like, planted an idea, gave her... She was fine. I know me. If that were me, I'm like... I am doing great. I'm wearing Chanel. I'm wearing my red bottoms. I'm a curator of a museum. I'm dating a multimillionaire. I want for nothing. Um, granted, he's a little rigid and I rarely get to see him and I don't get to kiss him in his own casino because in his own words, in his hotels, everybody is watching. Okay, so so about that. Um, Wait, let me finish my thought. Let me oh, finish my thought. All right. She's sitting at a dinner table waiting for her billionaire boyfriend and in walks her very handsome ex-con ex-husband who she has not seen in four or five years or so. I would be shook. I would be like, holy shit. You know, like, damn, he still looks good. But wait, no, this dude like broke my heart, left me, you know, and I've been like trying to pick up the pieces, but here he is in front of me. I'd need to change my underwear. I would. <laughs> I would, I would, but it would also would fuck with my head. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah. you know, like, I think I'm doing good. I'm, I'm over him. He's in jail or prison or whatever. And now he's out and he's in front of me, but he's in Las Vegas. Like, how the fuck did he get here? So she immediately starts to get, uh, what's the skeptical of why he's there. She's not stupid. She knows her man. She knows he's up to something, but just the idea that so you he's, think that he was just doing some psy psychop on psych of course. Yeah. yeah of course he, like black ops on her you know psychops like, like psychological sure upper, yeah. and i would be i would be nonstop. oh shit he's in vegas what is he doing in vegas why is he here why did he come to see me you know and that's just the fem my female brain thinking um but what were you gonna say as far as like i totally lost what you said uh, to touch on that you know like what, what were we talking about when i said that um, like he, fuck, I forgot. Anyways, I'll remember. You'll, you'll remember. But anyway, so yeah, he almost fucks up the entire operation and it almost gets shut down. So they got to like, you know, shift their plans a little bit to make the plan work, um, and achieve this great robbery. And there's far too many details for us to, you know, explain, but the long story short of it, they pull it off and, it's on how they pulled it off too. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. It's even though it's like an hour and fifty six minutes, it goes by really quick. It's very entertaining. Yeah, but is hour and fifty six minutes really a long movie nowadays? Now that we have like like three and a half hour Spider Mans and shit. Like come on, Spider Man three and a half hour? Yeah, it was about. It was, like it was, two, a, it was pretty half, long. Two and a half. Hours. Like I think they needed an intermission. Right. Oh, well, I guess, but um. Like, oh, I think I remember what I thought. Like, going back to, like, the whole him almost blowing the whole mission. And then, fast forward, where we have Matt Damon's character, Linus, when they're trying to steal... Oh, steal okay, this is weird. Uh, they're trying to steal a, what they call the pinch. Where the pinch is, like, basically an EMP or electromagnetic pulse bomb. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, this is, this is freaking EMP bomb at this California Institute of Technology. Let's go steal that. They're like, okay. So then the show is them just, like, like 
Walt, like waltzing into this place and is waltzing out with this fucking EMP bomb. And Matt Damon, the Matt Damon character, Linus, gets so frustrated that the twins is like gabbering that he just like says, oh, fuck it. I'm going to walk into the California Institute of uh, Technology and see what these guys are doing, even though even though they're already on their way out with this fucking bomb and almost blows the mission again. I know. Well, that's I think that's um, that's just a little bit of immaturity and ego. You know, like, why do I got to sit here and, like, watch the car? And granted... Where's the security in this place? I Yeah, that's a good... Well, they're chasing after Matt Damon. But it's... Yeah, I'm with you. I get that. But I think Manny's favorite part of the movie is when um, they've already escaped with the money and they've, you know, flashbacked as to how it actually happened. And they get to the part where the escape van is this white unmarked van and it's supposed to contain, like, $80 million dollars of the Bellagio's money and they blow the van up um, in front of all these cops and all this stuff and it's not money lo and behold it's full of titty cards oh titty cards <laughs> do you want to tell everybody your fascination with the titty cards you know honey? okay so um i remember the first time i went to las vegas i was like 2003 i went with some co-workers and um I just remember just like walking down the street and then um, these guys in like some multicolored t-shirts are like, here, take this. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, like some on free. every corner. Like, right? oh, some free. And if you guys have been to Vegas, you, I don't know if we're COVID now right now. They may not be that we heavy in COVID. We didn't see any when we, when we went to Vegas. I saw, they're very far and few between because obviously COVID. But, but um, sometimes there's women out there, there's men, you know, and they've got the pile of the cards and they're flicking them and like, here you go, here you go. So yeah, you know? so if you've never been, yeah, exactly. So if you've never been to Vegas, um, you see like some some guys wearing like red or yellow shirts and they just hand you, the, like, hey, here. You're like, oh, some free, awesome. It like, looks like a business what, card. Wait, it just got better. You know, I guess I'm for free. And there's like pictures of like the naked chicks on it. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, someone's giving me porn like on the street. Well, it's really soliciting like escort services yeah. and stuff well, like that. Well, aren't they really escorts? Yeah. No, they're, it's, uh, anyway, yeah. Anyways, that, that's what but, they're for. but so every, ever since that Vegas trip and every Vegas trip since then, I have a fascination with collecting these things. You've collected almost, a I, pile of these titty I, cards. I have, I collect Vegas titty cards like Pokemon. And so. <laughs> I got to catch them all. So I have, so, so it's, and I still have them. They're in my sock drawer. I have, I have this big stack of fucking titty cards. Of giant titty cards where the titties are not like. They're blurred with little tiny stars but over the all, nipples. But the thing is, they're all porn stars. And this is, this is yeah, the thing. They're all porn not stars. Reali- they're not and realistic. It's like, it's like, here's an old picture of Jenna Jameson. It's like, oh, this is Maya. I'm like, no, it's <laughs> just Jenna Jameson. Like, come on. <laughs> Jenna Jameson. And then, and then it's like, no wonder these things that don't work is because then all of a sudden you call Maya to come to your room and it looks like, like, I don't Becky. know. Becky. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> Becky from the Bronx or something. Or something. Like that. <laughs> but Manny thought that was hilarious. It's like, they blow it up and boom, titty cards everywhere what a waste of titty cards it was that would have been a great addition to my collection right and then um the movie kind of ends towards the end where like you know it's over they've kind of escaped with the money and the last people that we see is danny ocean and terry benedict aka andy garcia and george clooney and they're walking down a hallway and julia roberts is now waiting for terry to come back to their suite and she gets a phone call telling her to turn to channel 88 so she turns on the tv and she's watching channel 88 and it's a feed into a hallway of andy garcia and george clooney and he says to andy garcia Oh, what's the matter, Terry? Did you get robbed or something? And so now Andy Garcia knows like something's up. So George Clooney says, look, I can help you. I can get you the person who stole your money. I know them. But the one condition is you got to give up Tess, a.k.a. Julia Roberts. He says, would you like agree to that? And Andy Garcia says, I would. And Julia Roberts is like, the fuck? He's willing to trade me for casino mm. money? Like, are you serious? And I'm and I'm thinking, like, if that were me, I'd be out. Billionaire or not. Well, she was too. No, absolutely. And so she gets up, she takes off, and then at the end, they meet up magically. The elevator opens. She's coming out. He's walking in, and she's just, like, walking right past him like he's not even there, and he says, Tess, Tess, you know, and then she turns back and she looks at him and says, you of all people should know, Terry, in your hotels, somebody is always watching. And at that moment, he knows he's lost all his money and he lost his girl. And that's it. 
he fucked up. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. she goes running to George Clooney, who's being taken off into a police car. She realizes that she loves her husband and she wants to be with him. And so he got the money and he got the girl. Yeah, for real. He did. Yeah. But so, I but you know, the one thing about Julia Roberts in this movie, she's a very beautiful woman. But her hairdo at the end of this movie drove me nuts. At the end or throughout the whole thing? Not throughout the whole thing. Well, I guess like this hairdo like makes an appearance for like a good half an hour of this movie. It's like a beehive. And when you when you guys watch the movie, you'll see it's just a sloppy beehive. It looks like a 1960s thing. It does the dress and the coat and the shoes and the bag no justice. It's just it's just no good. But it's a great movie if you mm. love Las Vegas like we do, you know. I love anything. Any like any movie that's set in Las Vegas, it's like I'll sit, I'll, I'll give it a chance. What do you love about Vegas so much? I just it's hard to explain. If you've been to Vegas, then you'll know what I'm talking about. But then again, if you've been to Vegas and you hate it, then you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but if you've never been, and I've known some people who've never been in, in their entire lives, but and by no means are we gamblers in the traditional sense. Like I, I'm not. I'm not at tables. I'm not playing poker. No. I'm not playing blackjack. No. We. I think it's safe to say that we gamble socially. If that's a word. Like I, 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 I mean, mean we like, go with the expectation of knowing like. Okay, we have this amount of money that we're willing to lose, and we have fun doing it. It's not a, oh, I need to go back and yeah. like Clark Griswold and National Lampoon's Vegas vacation where he's hitting the ATM like yeah, but, but several e- times. But a day. even then, we're not really playing tables. So like no, we play like 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 slots because we're, we're not hardcore gamers in any tra- traditional sense. But when we do, we just do it for fun. Like we play, like, oh, there's a new, I don't know, there's a new uh, Spider-Man like slots. Let's play the Spider-Man slots. You and know? I think it's mostly because I'm intimidated by tables. So I, yeah. I prefer the slot machines. And now Vegas is just, you know, flooded with penny machines and things like that. So yeah. it makes your money last a little bit further. But yeah, but it's not only the, but it's not only the gambling. It's, it's just like. It's, it's like the, the energy of being in the city. And it's like, yeah. it's like for the most part, and I'm, just, I'm not saying all, everyone, but I'm saying for the most part, people go to Vegas to have fun and be happy, right? Yeah. So the, the general feeling you get going to Vegas is like, oh, I'm going to go and I'm just going to have a fun time. You right. Know? And that's what I feel. Like I feel like, oh, like everyone, like 90% of the people around me just are just there to have fun. Right. So it's kind of like like a Chuck E. Cheese for like adults, you know. It's like a David Buster, <laughs> like a David Buster's on acid. Exactly. And five exactly. hour energy. Because um, when I when I used to go to Vegas, um, when I was younger in my twenties, it was more about partying and clubbing and drinking and getting lit. Oh, I Woo, can't, yeah. Oh, I can't do the club, we no. can't do that anymore. And I think I it, was never able I never was a fan of the clubs though. No, because oh, you don't like to dance. So No, I don't. But not and only I do. that. But but no I, I guess you'd have to love dancing to go to a club or really trying to get laid. Well yeah, but, but like the clubs nowadays it's like it's a fire it's like a COVID nightmare. They just pack people into these nightclubs and there's like a thousand people on a dance floor and you're getting elbowed by some douchebag and a horrible shirt and you're some, sounding really old right now i know and some troll like <laughs> steps on your foot with a really shitty shoe and someone spills their drinks all over your dress and the only way to like really enjoy a las vegas nightclub is bottle service which is a mini fortune anyway so yeah when we go to vegas it's more so about the atmosphere the dining the food because the food there is amazing Some oh great my restaurants god there. so i love the food it's like yeah it's it's like it's like i love like i know we're going on a big detour but i, I when we have a uh, a system when it, when it comes to coming to vegas so usually during the day is like we'd sleep in to like what like 10 or 11 then we wake up and have a late brunch and then we go fart around do some shopping go do some sightseeing yeah come back you take a nap, <laughs> and about five. And at five, we start getting ready, and then yeah. at eight o'clock, we do it all over again. Can we talk about getting ready? Like okay. Vegas, it's. I feel like Las Vegas is a place where people should go and just 
Oh, just in life in general, you should always just put your best foot forward, right? But there's yeah. something about Las Vegas that, you know, you just you just go and put on like what makes you feel good and what makes you look good, you know, cuz mostly like, you know, dudes that are out there, they're all, you know, they're dressed at least they should be and chicks in, you know, cocktail dresses and awesome shoes and shit like that, but like now it's it's just it's not like that anymore. At least for me, you know, I I granted like I'm much older um than I used to be when I used to go party in Las Vegas, but you know, it's like You mean dressing. that you mean that people used to put an effort into it yeah, more? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's you know, still, so how Sebastian still, Maniscalco still, there, said there's like, still people you know, that dress up and go to Vegas. There is. There should be more, I think. I agree. You know, I just agree. you know, like what's wrong with the suit? Nice pair of pants and an awesome shirt, you know, button down shirt on a dude and a chick is wearing like a really beautiful cocktail dress. The girls don't always need to be out ladies. You know what I mean? If you've got nice ones, you, you paid you top dollar you, you for You don't them, like wearing you know? track suits <laughs> at, oh, at, at 11 PM no, in a casino floor. Come on. You know, it's like effort. You know, you've traveled all this way. You've come this far. You're coming to party and feel good. Put on your best and just walk the strip, you know, and then every once in a while, you. you know, we're walking down the strip and we see some poor soul. She's got her heels in her hand. Her The soles of her feet are black as shit and she's throwing up in the planter in front of Hera's. You know, I don't... I, That's awfully specific. You know? <laughs> I remember that one time we were going into Bally's and this Poor girl is stumbling out of Bally's and she has no idea where she is. And it's what, like, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night? It it wasn't that late. No, it wasn't that late. It was like nine. But we're outside. And if you've been to Bally's a while ago, they used to have an outdoor, you know, walking platform like they have at the airports. And Mm. this poor soul was stumbling, drunk as shit. And we're like, sweetie, are you okay? And she had on... Some random cocktail dress, no flip-flops, boobs hanging out. Well, her boobs were not hanging out. Well, not hanging out, but like they were up and out, you know, like she was having a good time, but the poor girl was alone, had no idea where she was. And we're like, sweetie, are you okay? And she goes, oh, I'm going to my room. And she thought she was inside. Like she was like that hammered, you know, like that type of Vegas experience when we were younger. That's awesome. But like, you know, I think. Well, luckily her friends showed up. I know, yeah. right? But like now, it's more just it's class. Well, that and that's just me, anyway. No, I agree. I agree with you. I, I definitely think that if you go in some place, um, like like Vegas, you, it's, it's a place to put your best foot forward. Um, and yeah, just put some effort. You know, but yeah. it's like, and that's this movie reminds me of class. The way that they're dressed. Yeah, they're in suits. Yeah, they're in tuxedos. The women are very in, rat packish, right? Exactly, and the women are in like awesome sequin dresses, cocktail dresses, beautiful overcoats, diamonds, jewelry, all this stuff. And like watching movies like that, really, it like it makes me miss Vegas. It really does. Yeah, like it's safe to say, almost every time I see a a, a flick that's based in Vegas, it's like, oh, I'm getting the Vegas itch. I want to go to Vegas again. You want to go to Vegas, sweetie? Of course, I always want to go to Vegas. You know, I, I, I could go to Vegas. I could go to Vegas, too. Maybe not tomorrow, but we should go to Vegas. Deal. Right, but uh, that's the movie. That was Ocean's Eleven, and great movie. We highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. If nothing else, it's a very entertaining movie about, you know... It's a heist movie. It's yeah. a heist movie. If you like heist movies, it's great. And then there's two more movies after that, which are also... Ocean's 12 and Ocean's 13. Just as good. So, yeah. We were actually done with watching our fucking movie. Yeah. So... Um, it was our first fucking movie, people. Uh, and that in our first podcast. And hopefully um, you guys got a glimpse of what <laughs> it is like for us on a daily basis when we're trying to pick a movie. And oh. the thing is, is that... This is not like the like the first half of this podcast, us like picking a movie. That's exactly how it is every single freaking day. And this was not that bad, actually. This is pretty tame. It was. I have to say we were a bit more agreeable to picking movies because usually... We, it's a fight. It's a... Yeah, it takes a <laughs> while. Yeah. Because you do not like what I like and I do not like what you like. But That's today true. it was actually pretty easy, so... We want to thank everybody for thank checking you. out our very first podcast and stay tuned next week for another opportunity for us to try and pick another fucking movie. 
I appreciate it. If you guys did enjoy this content, please, please share it. Um, share it far and wide. Yeah. And just to, to anyone you think they may enjoy this content or may enjoy us, a married, uh, a married couple just trying to pick a freaking movie <laughs> yeah. to watch. Yeah, because I know we cannot be the only couples who have this type of struggle when it comes to just Netflix and chilling. Or no, Schmetflix. Sorry. Shme- yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just, we owe them money now. Sorry. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Thanks, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Until next time, all right? Just pick a fucking movie. Just pick a fucking movie.